Hey, 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 rise and shine. Greet your day, everyone, and welcome back to the Fitness Empowerment Podcast. This is episode 199, and I'm so happy to be here with you today. It is time for a quick fix episode because sometimes we just need a little morsel of something to get us through the next phase of our day. Let's dive into the topic of quinoa and whether or not it's really a good source of protein. Hey there, my name is Danny Phillips and I am obsessed with all things fitness, nutrition, lifestyle, and helping you navigate everything from the chaos to the comforts in this crazy thing we call life. I'm a former military member who took my fitness background in the gymnastics, rugby, and bikini bodybuilding spaces and created a full-time personal training and nutrition coaching business. Each week, I'll answer your nutrition questions, give actionable strategies to elevate your lifestyle, and share the stories behind battling the stress and reaching success along the journey. We're no longer waiting for the right motivation to show up, no longer watching someone else achieve the results that we want. Get ready to increase your energy, decrease your stress, and be empowered to go after the life you deserve. So put those earbuds in, grab a notebook, and let's dive in. Welcome to the Fitness Empowerment Podcast. All right, quinoa is the topic of the day. So is quinoa a good source of protein? Is it a quality source of protein? Is it a high source of protein? Is it a complete protein? Are you guys starting to see that the title of today's episode is perhaps not the best title or question that you should be asking when it comes to quinoa or really any food item for that matter. You guys, context is key. I know I probably sound like a broken record, but it's true. The answers to some of these questions might even be different from person to person. And you could really ask these questions and add on for you at the end of each question. Is quinoa a good source of protein for you? Is quinoa a quality source of protein for you? Is it a high amount of protein for you? Is it a, are you following? Are y'all catching on? <laughs> it depends on the person and what their individual needs are. Um, so, but let's go over it. Let's go over some quinoa basics and what some of the definitions are concerning protein in quinoa so that you can determine two different things. A, or one, <laughs> if quinoa is a food item you want to include in your nutrition regimen, so that's the question. And if the answer to that is yes, then number two, what serving size or portion size is appropriate for you to reach your macronutrient goals? Okay, let's get to it. First, what is quinoa? Quinoa is an ancient South American grain that many people refer to as a superfood for its high amount of nutrients per serving size. Quinoa is considered a whole grain and also gluten-free, so anyone with a gluten intolerance or celiac disease should be okay eating this quinoa. Okay. Second question to answer, is quinoa a carbohydrate or a protein? The answer is actually both. And truly the answer here is that quinoa contains all three major macronutrients, proteins, carbohydrates, and fats. Now, personally, and what I recommend to my clients is that we place quinoa in the primarily carbohydrate category. And here's why. Getting into some science and some numbers here. One cup of dry, uncooked quinoa, which weighs approximately 170 grams, provides 626 calories, 
24 grams of protein, which is a great amount, 109, 109 grams of carbohydrates, so more than four times the amount of protein, um, to include 12 grams of fiber, and then 10 grams of fat. Now, if you aren't familiar with how macronutrient grams relate to calories, then here's your quick math. One gram of protein is equal to four calories. One gram of carbohydrates is equal to four calories. And one gram of fat is equal to nine calories. So fats are more than twice as calorie dense as proteins or carbs. So in our case of quinoa, this would bring the calorie breakdown per macronutrient to this. 96 calories from protein, 436 calories from carbohydrates, and 90 calories from fat. When you read the macronutrient profile above, 24 grams of protein sounds like a lot, which it can be. And I personally prefer to eat about 20 to 30 grams of protein per meal. Not everybody does, but that works well for me. But at what cost is the question I want you to ask? So I eat personally right now about 180 to 200 grams of carbs per day. So if I'm going to get the 24 grams of protein from that single cup of uncooked quinoa, then I'm also going to get 109 grams of carbs. Y'all, that is a lot of quinoa in one sitting. <laughs> so depending on your recipe, one cup of uncooked quinoa will probably turn into about three to four cups of cooked quinoa. Y'all. Are you really going to eat that much quinoa in one sitting? Like, I literally do not think I could finish that much quinoa in one si single sitting. Like, if you can, let me know. I'm going to be impressed. But I don't, I think I would be so bloated. I would be uncomfortable for the next 24 to 48 hours. So just food for thought. Yes, initially it sounds like, oh, you can get 24 grams of protein from one cup of quinoa. But that's uncooked quinoa. So you've got to think about how you're actually going to eat it, okay? And just to give you some other math, like a more standard serving size for quinoa, um, let me pull this up here on healthline.com, would be about three and a half ounces or 100 grams of cooked quinoa. That would give you about 120 calories, 4.4 grams of protein, 21.3 grams of carbs, uh, almost three grams of fiber and almost two grams of fat. So that's a more normalized portion size just to think about it, okay? Come on, come on computer, go back to my notes for me. Okay, so that's, that's I think all the math we're gonna do right there, but we're not done talking about the science piece here. Okay, moving on. So we do hear frequently that quinoa is a good source of protein, but what does that really mean? That really means and I'm going to put the link to where I got this information below, but to have a nutrient content claim of a food being a quote unquote good source of protein, the food must contain 10 to 19% of the daily value recommended for that nutrient per RACC or 5 to 9.5 grams of protein per RACC. You might be like, what's RACC? I'm going to tell you. It is the reference amount customarily consumed, i.e. this is the normalized portion we might tend to eat of something, which is also what serving sizes from brands or manufacturers tend to be created based off of. Now, this might differ from your portion size because, well, that's a totally different podcast episode. Actually, I think I've done a podcast 
podcast episode on that. I'll link it in the show notes below if you want to know the difference between serving sizes and portion sizes. But all this to say and decipher that if a food item contains somewhere between 5 and 9.0 grams of protein per the RACC or your serving size listed on a package, then it can have the food claim of a quote-unquote good source of protein assigned to it. This does not mean it is a quote-unquote high source of protein per the same RACC guidelines or that is the that it is the right amount of protein for you, but that it simply meets that definition, okay? All right, moving right along and wrapping up this episode with the last couple of questions. Is the protein within quinoa considered a quality and complete source of protein? The answer to that is yes more mini science lesson here. We've probably all heard at some point that amino acids are the building blocks of protein. Well, there are 20 different types of amino acids. I'm not going to list them out here, but out of those 20, nine of them are essential, meaning we need to take them in through our dietary intake, and 13 are non-essential, so those can be synthesized, but they can also come from our dietary intake. For a protein source to be considered a complete protein, it needs to contain at least all nine of the essential amino acids. And quinoa does, in fact, contain all nine of these essential amino acids. It is less common for a plant-based protein source to be considered a complete protein. So in that aspect, quinoa may have that winning factor over some other plant-based protein sources or whole grains. So that's where the context piece falls into place a little bit better there. Science lesson over, everyone. (laughs) All right, that's it. That's all. There is no more for today's episode. I'm sure we could talk more about quinoa if we really wanted to. So send me your questions. If you have more questions about quinoa or other food sources that you have questions about when it comes to health claims that are made maybe in magazines or on social media, and you want to dive a little bit deeper into what those claims really mean for you and your dietary needs. All right. I hope this gave you some deeper insight into how you view quinoa and what serving size is appropriate for you or what you might now change about your portion sizes of quinoa. I would love to hear your biggest takeaways. So please share them with me on Instagram. I'm at Danny Phillips or via email. I'm Danny at the Until next time, have fun reading your nutrition fact labels and I will talk to you in episode 200. Can you believe it? Ah, oh, I'm so excited. All right. Bye for now. Thank you guys so much for spending this time with me on the Fitness Empowerment Podcast. I love that you set aside a few minutes to focus on you today. If you could take one moment to share this episode with someone you know would benefit from today's message, that would be absolutely amazing and we would be incredibly grateful. Now, if you want more, head to the link in our show description to join our email list and receive weekly fitness and nutrition tips, tricks, and thoughts to empower your day. Until next time, be empowered to take that next step on your fitness journey. Bye for now.